Hello, and welcome back to another episode of All Bex is Covered. The podcast that talks beauty and lifestyle and spends money so that you don't have to. Hey, there we go. Sorry, I was bamboozled by the fact that the dog that just managed to get through a closed door and also a barricade on the stairs. His drive for a dirty sock or a shoe is unmatched. Absolutely unmatched. He comes up and he rushes up the stairs and he goes straight to the walk-in robe and he finds a sock. You guys all missed the fact that after last week's record, (laughs) (laughs) I just talked about my new shoes. (laughs) And Lisa walks downstairs whilst I was packing everything up and she's like, oh, Alex. And I was like, oh, what? And she's like, the dog ate your shoe, but I think it's fine. And I was like, she's like, I've taken it off him. She puts it on the table. I come downstairs and I was like, oh, but what about that shoe? And there's one with like a chunk taken out of the heel. Guys, I'm clinging on to my sanity by a red i'm so excited tomorrow i have to wake up at five and i am so excited to take this dog to the fucking airport (laughs) for those that don't know firstly there was the shoe incident secondly there's the fact that he barks constantly if i leave him outside and not like i'm lonely bark like he barks at me to come out and like chase him and like Mm. tell him off like it's a full game we've got (laughs) constantly So then I just have to always be doing stuff with him. It's just fucking exhausting. Then trying to get him out of the house for open for inspections. And then... He sounds like a disaster. He sounds like no one's going to love him, which is a really mean thing to say. I know, I know, I know. And then two days ago, was it three days ago? I can't remember. The trauma clouds my memory. I'm taking him to the park. I've woken up at like six o'clock to take him to exercise him before work. And he starts, like, rolling around. He's a big roller and he's, like, having a lot of fun. And so I laughed. I started recording him. And then I'm like, Chico, what the fuck is that? And then I'm like, oh, my God. Because there was at this park, like, seven houses before you get to the actual park, there was this dead, like, rat's tail on the ground for, like, gross. <laughs> three months slowly decaying and it would make me get like goosebumps every time I walked near I'd cross the road Mm. so I didn't have to see like the gross rat's tail like slowly decomposing into the pavement just foul (laughs) just absolutely foul so then my first thought was oh my god he's got a rat plot twist not a rat I walk over and there's this huge thigh like the size of a toddler's thigh oh my gosh like shin and then like what I didn't see but what an old lady later who found it on the ground saw was claws. Was it a fox? Fox, cat, or ringtail possum is the sort of short list because it was sort of, you know, a good mid-sized animal. Anyway, (laughs) I saw it and I started running and screaming. And then I'm like, how am I going to get this dog back? Because the only reason I can get him back is because he really likes to chase Watson. So I call Watson and then he comes after Watson and then I can like, you know, pick up his lead and get on my merry way. But – this dead thing far superior to chasing Watson. So he was mm. throwing it in the air, roll like putting it on the ground and then rolling every little bit that he had into it, thrashing about. He was thrashing so hard he had a cone in He ripped his cone off and it just left <sighs> somewhere in the middle of the oval. And then he'd start randomly chasing after me and jumping up at me with the thing in his mouth. Oh. I was screaming. And there was people at the park and I think they probably thought that I was like having fun. But I was crying. I was really, 
crying <laughs> and screaming. As he like shoves a carcass in your face. Yes. Oh. And then, and also I kept gagging. And then after a, a short time, the aroma really got me because he was covered in it and then the thing was being thrust at me. <laughs> and so I managed to like lasso him. And there was these this elderly couple with their dogs, and I was like, "Oh my god, don't go near that! He's got he's got something! He's got something!" Like trying not to cry in public. And then she went and inspected it while I like grabbed him, but I couldn't even. The lead's distance was like too close. Like he was wafting so bad. So I called Brenton. I was just sobbing. I'm like, "He's got cobs and it's everywhere, and it smells so bad." Like, but I didn't bring Watson a lead, so I can't walk him home. But I can't put him in the car because I can't lift him up. He smells so bad. <laughs> I, I had to lift him up. And I had to put him in the car. And then I was in the car and it was so, it was like a hot box of death. <gasps> and I was gagging and my eyes were streaming and I was crying. And then I put all the windows down, but it didn't do anything. And then I put a mask on and I had to drive to, like, <laughs> the, to the car wash with my head like out the window, kind of looking at the road out of the window. Oh, it was so intense. And then I washed him, thank God. But it was just, I'm not good with dead animals. I'm really not. Like sometimes I cry at roadkill and this was, Mm. this was like, this was a thing. Like it was big. (laughs) It was so big. And I think just the shock of the unidentified, and it was just this big raw thigh. And then literally guess what I had bought for dinner? (laughs) Some sort of roast meat animal. In my, in my fridge, I had a chicken thigh, oh. like chicken thighs or a whole roast chicken. <laughs> and I had to be like, I'm sorry, Brenton, we can't eat that tonight. We have to find alternate because I was A vegetarian option. I could not. I, it was a lot. What a week. What is, I know. That, that amounted to a week of trauma. Well, yeah, and then he did a shit on the carpet while I was prepping for oh. open, open for inspection. The dog that is literally not weed or pooed inside this entire time, I couldn't put him outside because he barks. I couldn't put him in the laundry because I needed to clean the laundry. So I let him potter around with me and he took a dump on the carpet. <laughs> he's probably at that age where he's regressing in his, like, behaviour and yeah, uh, RIP to the person who gets him, honestly. <laughs> honestly, I've, I'm trying to figure out if him or Laddie's worse. Unsure. Laddie did a bit more destruction. Shout out to Laddie's mum who listens to this yeah. podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, enough dog content. We won't have dog, dog content me and Brenton have discussed probably until at least November. I don't think we'll be fostering. So, Other than Watto. Oh, man. Anyway, tell me about your um your week. Uh, my week's been boxes, boxes and boxes of boxes for boxes. I don't think I've done anything else other than pack and then – clean and that's about it so that's all my news i'm moving out by the time everyone listens to this podcast i will be out of my home wow which will you be in your new home you know what no i won't be i think so where will you be is what i'm a bit confused about here we'll be living in limbo for a few days until we can move in but realistically like we can't move in until the following weekend so it's going to be a while a week okay. um the good thing about packing there's no good things about packing, but the one good thing about packing is that, A, you throw out a lot of shit and mm. there's another thing. B, it's a bit cathartic when it comes to moving. Like I hate everything so much that I've had to put in a box that now I'm just like, just get me out of the house and get these boxes out of my life. So it's like kind of good in a way, like it's forcing me out of this house. Mm. 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 Yeah. Mm. Adrian keeps wanting to try to put things in boxes that shouldn't go. Like – 
I was packing up a pantry box before and he's like, can we just throw this in there? And I was like, absolutely fucking not. If we start that, why don't we just scoop every random item into a random box? That's it. I'm like the whole purpose of boxing items is so that you can put it in a room and then that belongs yeah. to that room yeah. location. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm fast and loose. I'm worried that I'm not wrapping things well enough that so that things will arrive broken. Yeah. I see. I'd rather that. Same. I, yeah, I like oh, the order. I like the order, but I want to do it quick and fast, and I don't really want to take care. Yeah, so that's what I've done. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, you say so it's the exact same as me liking things to be tidy, but not necessarily caring if they're clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the shelf is beautifully displayed, but covered, covered in, in dust. dust. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Okay, now we can get into the episode. Okay. Uh, that's the tea on that. Let's chat beauty news. Do you know what? This week feels like the beauty news is a little bit different to normal. It's not just Disney collab with Colourpop. Thanks, Something collab with something and whatever. Although we do have the token at the moment. This big brand is now leaving the market. Oh, bite. God, feels like we've said that every beauty news for the last couple of months. Just brands dropping like flies. Yeah. So Byte is officially shutting down. Apparently they've only been around for a decade. I truly would have thought it was a bit longer than that. Hmm. Uh, apparently they're keeping their lip labs, which they've got overseas, which is where you can yes. make your lippies. Cute. Um, I've been there. I was going to say, oh, I wonder about those labs. Yeah, but they're okay. not branded as Byte Beauty Labs. They're, they're branded as something called Lip Lab. So completely separate to Bite Beauty and yeah, Bite Beauty itself is done so. Everything's fifty percent off. If you like Bite Beauty, go to Sephora and stock up. Wow, yeah, get the I really only have had one. Oh no, wait, we liked the foundation. The, the foundation as well as the classic agave lip mask. True. I've liked their lipsticks in the past too, but they discontinued the range yeah. that I enjoyed. Hmm. Yeah. Also, we haven't really spoken about Chloe Morello's brand. Now that it's mm-hmm. Sirene, Sirene is officially announced. She has gone into collaboration with her manager, Ashley Villa, to launch this brand. And it's a combination, as we had expected, of like, I don't want to call it beauty and skincare because it's definitely skincare led. And the product that she's leading with is something called Overnight Overhaul, which has a Bacucciol base, which for those who can't remember, is that retinol alternative that's natural. Yeah, which is nothing like retinol, but really marketed hard as a natural alternative to retinol. Yes, improved skin cell turnover made from plant. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently also has a DHA in it as well, which is like a fake tan. DHA is fake tan. That's what it is. So it's essentially going to give you color overnight whilst resurfacing your skin and making you wake up looking like a tanned baby. Which sounds great to me. Mm. In a beauty blunder <laughs> picked up by Hannah E, the product packaging contains a spelling mistake, which is unfortunate for them as a brand <laughs> to start out this way. <laughs> so awkward. They spelt the word, for those who care, rejuvenating. Rejuvenating. Yeah, with an I, not an E. Yeah, it's a bit awkward. I do like the concept of the brand. I thought that it was going to be like Pericone-esque, no makeup, makeup, which I feel a lot of people have done where it's just infusing beauty with like makeup with skincare ingredients. But not in active levels and it kind of being a nothing thing anyway. Yeah, but what she's doing is based on a video that she did, which was the overnight overhaul where she essentially did like semi-permanent makeup before she went to bed 
So it was like she tinted her eyebrows, she tinted her eyelashes, she did a little fake tan spray on her face. Mm-hmm. And for this reason, I'm very excited about what might be to come. Like, anyway, I'm intrigued about this brand and what's yeah. to come. I reckon she's going to do one of those. Well, we saw it while we were doing this podcast, maybe a year, two year and a half ago, when all of these brow brands started doing like a tinted mm, brow gel that yeah. lasted for like six days or whatever. I reckon yeah. something like that's going to come based on what you said. Yes. Also, we didn't talk about the fact that she's having a second baby. Oh, my God, I know. 16 months apart. So the same as Abby and Brenton. Yikes. Very close in age. And I liked how candid she was talking about it. She was basically yeah. like, we we decided that we wanted to try for another baby and then very swiftly decided that they weren't ready yet. And then by that time she was already pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Also, not not really beauty related, but speaking of babies and beauty, Ava Matthews or Ava Chandler Matthews yeah. had, had, had a baby. She's the founder of Ultraviolet, Ultraviolet or one of the founders of Ultraviolet. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Artie Valentine. Very cute name. Mm. And she was very surprised she had a boy. <laughs> um, moving on from Chloe Morello's baby. Oh, have you seen that Ole, 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 Ole Hendrickson is at the Iconic Beauty now? I had not. Uh-huh. I just was surprised by that because I see them as almost synonymous with Sephora. It's almost Same. like Nas and Mecca. Ugh. Very, very hoven. And so seeing them in another retailer was very interesting. It doesn't surprise me in a way because I see them as a brand who is synonymous with like accessibility of their products. Like they want people to be able to get it in their hands and the iconic is the way to do that. So it does make sense yep. a little bit. Get that fat glow facial, everyone. Yeah, seriously, do. And the last piece of beauty news, you will start to see this, I think, all over your feed because it's happening in Australia and America and probably the UK. The good old days of a brand big, a big mm. brand launch, like flooding your feed are back. It's nice to see events happening. And you I know feel what? a bit weird by about it though, and I feel a bit bored by it. I feel uh, like we don't know all of the, I don't think we know 90% of the influencers who are at these things anymore. Yeah, maybe. Probably. <laughs> I saw Alana Rama at the Benefit one in Canada. I saw Amelia at the Australian one, and I'm sure that I'll see a bunch more. But anyway, it's Benefit. Benefit's launching, or relaunching, I should say, their iconic box blushes. Mm. And Benefit were one of, I feel like, the original, it was like Tarte, Benefit and Nars that would do mm-hmm. those huge press trips that would just be all over your Instagram and YouTube. It was that bad, gal, bad Gal Bang <laughs> yes. that they did, yes. And then I feel like Nars did it for like Hot Tin Roof or something like that where they all went to the Maldives or something. Nars did it for Climax or oh, yes, in yes, Ibiza yes. as well. Mm. Yes. And then Tarte. I don't know, when Tart was cool, they'd do it too. Yeah. Rainforest of the Sea. That was a one that they did in yes. the Maldives, I think. Yes, or Turks and Caicos, or potentially both. Oh my god, <laughs> see you, but you do remember, like it it works. Yeah, it does work. You know what doesn't work though? How mad Hawaii is about benefit being there. Oh really? Yeah, it's a really uncomfortable situation where this Hawaii's been like we don't want tourists. You're ruining our economy. You're ruining the, you know, traditional 
owners of our land. You're ruining the businesses of these people by giving all of your money to the hotels. And it's apparently just like full on cooking the system. And it's really big over there right now. And it's quite large, like a thing that's spoken about quite a lot in America. Isn't that trending on TikTok? I feel like I've seen that on TikTok. Oh, it might be. I'm not on TikTok at the moment. I deleted it temporarily. (laughs) I say temporarily because I know I'll cave and get it back. Yep. Yep. Anyway, tell us about the blushes. Sorry. That's very interesting. So the interesting thing with this benefit relaunch of their blushes is they said, historically, you choose a blush based on your skin tone, but these are built a different way. No matter your skin tone, you can wear any of these shades. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. All of them were built using a translucent base versus a white or pink base where you add colors and pigments on top of that. This means there's no white or ashiness on any of them regardless of your skin tone. And for those loyal customers who use the existing shades, we will be making recommendations to match the new ones. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. I wonder if they're the first people to do it or just the first people to say that they're doing it, you know? Yeah. Mm. Either or, I'm intrigued. Very intrigued. Well, I'm open to trying them if we want to do it as a product trial one day. We've been burnt by our most recent blush trial, so. What was our most recent one? Was it the one that had no pigment? The yeah, Rare Rare Beauty, yeah. That was a little piece of shit. I know. I still own it. And in Mm. my packing, I want to throw it. But, like, what a waste. But also I don't want to give it to anyone because what a waste. I know (laughs) the perfect alternative. Leave it in the house for the new owners as a total burden. (laughs) I'll just hide it somewhere. I'll put it in a heating vent so it rattles. Um. (laughs) Anyway, bonus piece of beauty news just hit my inbox whilst we were on this conversation. Go to have told us what their product releases will be for the rest of 2022. Do you think that's in response to people getting angry that they did the sale and then launched the hyaluronic? And I'm now not trying sure. to be transparent. But she said, You might have noticed that we've really cranked up the new Ding and product launches. And she said that they've got additional team members that basically doubled their team. And apparently, it was always the plan to launch these products. But I guess now that they've got an investor, they're able to do things faster. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Apparently, on the lineup for the rest of this year, an oil-free lightweight gel cream oh, thank packed God. with hyaluronic acid, ceramides, and whatever else available in June, refillable mm-hmm. packaging. Mm-hmm. In July, a hydrating face mist, mm. which is exciting. 
in October, a body oil update. She's called it a firm update on their beloved body oil, which I guess means it's a firming body oil if we believe that they exist. Hmm. And in August, which means that these are labelled either incorrectly or the wrong way around, their SBF is launching. Don't care. You don't care about the go-to SBF. I just, for some reason, I think it's going to be like a 30. She said it's high strength, so I assume it's a 50. Okay. And I also think it's going to be mineral-based, so I can get in the bin. Okay. Well, you know. It might not be, but this is probably why we don't get PR from GoTo anymore. <laughs> no, excited about every other launch except if it's a mineral sunscreen because can't be clearer. I never want to use one. I know, never me either. Put one on my face. <laughs> that was a good song to see us out. <laughs> Thank you. Do you want to do your beauty breakdown on Botox? Yeah. Okay. I was watching Lydia Elise Mellon's YouTube. Mm. And Lydia Elise Millen Gordon, God, she's got more names than I do. And she was talking about getting some Botox top ups. Mm-hmm. And she was sort of breaking down some of the myths and chatting to her injector about Botox and how people confuse Botox with filler and all that kind mm. of stuff, the kind of stuff we talked about before. But what he said, which was very interesting, was that, you know, on her, they do a sprinkle baby Botox, whatever you want to call it. Basically, they don't kill the muscle dead and they do that and they do it relatively regularly, but they wait for her to get a decent amount or almost a full amount of movement back before they treat the area again. Hmm. And the reason that he said that they did that is because if you continually kill the muscle dead, it gives you papery, thin appearing skin. Hmm. And that the reason for that is because the muscle is weak to the point that it starts to waste away. And then if you don't have that muscular structure under the skin, it doesn't like pad the skin out and give it that firmness and therefore you get that crepey sort of like flat to the face looking skin. Hmm. And so then I did a little bit of researching and I was looking at preventative Botox, like does it work and how. Mm. Basically it was saying yes, if you start Botox early and you do small doses and you wait for movement to come back, it's an excellent way at keeping your face look quote unquote fresher or younger or like it is for longer mm. because you're not overworking those muscles, you're not getting the fine grooves, all of that. Mm. But if you get too much, you can cause that muscle to go quite dead very early on and so you can have thin papery looking skin early in life. Or if you get quite a lot in certain areas, you'll get what we have discussed before. Perhaps if you kill your frown, but you don't put any sprinkle anywhere else. I was getting wrinkles on the side of my nose because other muscles are compensating and working in overdrive. So then you might get wrinkles elsewhere and then you've got to kill your whole face dead. Yeah. So really, which is what we already know and what we already get, if you're under the age of 50, don't kill anything completely dead. And make sure, and if you are, make sure you're waiting until you've got some movement Mm. and you are actually working those muscles because, I mean, you don't want thin papery skin. And also I'm thinking from like a neuro perspective, like you don't want to kill a muscle so dead that you almost, I wonder if you could start getting lactosis or a bit of like a droopy face or just a really odd looking face if you actually lose like full muscle control in large muscle groups across the face. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Mm. 
I was talking to Amy last time I got Botox and she was saying that they've noticed with their clients after, after lockdown, it was sort of the first time that they've ever had this extended period where people just couldn't get their Botox top ups. Yeah. And she was saying that she noticed that the people even who'd been coming for a very long time, they still found in, in her clinic in particular anyway, that people's muscles were regaining full strength. So everyone who came back required a larger dose and then ongoing larger doses rather than if you've been getting Botox for an extended period of time, usually you just need like a smaller dose to sort of kill the muscle back again. Mm. Um, but she said it was almost like starting Botox fresh with everyone who she hadn't seen in a long time, which is interesting. That is interesting. And that's in terms of muscle strength, not in terms mm. of like probably yes. line appearance. Cause if you've been using that muscle for those two years plus the five years beforehand, you're going to mm. have a, a deeper groove than if you'd killed it for the five years beforehand, then had a break for two years and then started again. But, yeah, I just thought it was really interesting thinking about the fact that Botox can actually be ageing on you if you go too hard. Yeah, I think so too. I really like that little beauty breakdown. Thank you. Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? What's your product fave this week? My beauty fave this week is the Glossier Body Lotion. Oh, yeah. It smells divine. Mm -hmm. But not only does it smell divine, the shimmer, the little glorious glow that it gives yeah. the skin. that You can't even see except that you look at your palms and they're a bit tin manny after you're done and you're like, eh, I've got a glisten about me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's so lovely. And it's actually hydrating and worthwhile putting on your body, which yes. is the best part about it in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, mm. it's not just loaded with fragrance. It's wonderful. Yeah. I did use it on my wedding day. Yeah, I usually reserve it for special occasions, but it's the only proper hydrating moisturizer that's not in a box. So, yep. yeah. Lucky you. I know. What's your beauty fave? Mine is the Living Proof Perfect Hair Day Dry Shampoo. Ah, I've never purchased it. Tell <sighs> me why. I hear great things. Yeah. So I just feel like I've been getting a little bit less long between washes at the moment. And I've been noticing that my hair starts to look stringy sooner lately. And then a lot of the dry shampoos that I have are really more for texture. So I have the Preta powder, which mm. is fine when you put it in hair that's not super dirty because it can kind of just like stop it being stringy and mm. give a little bit of body. Mm. But if you've actually got slightly dirty hair and you put it in, it feels quite heavy and gritty and it looks very yeah yeah and it also looks very visibly matte which I don't mind but it then ends up looking a bit weird because your hair looks greasy but also matte mm. and then another dry shampoo that I love I think it's called first class by IGK but that makes your hair feel literally dirty like you yeah. want to wash your hair after you use that this you put in and it's very white like I don't mm. know if you've got like black hair I don't know if it would work for you but it does really disappear and it feels very light. Like I don't feel like I've got dry shampoo in my hair at all, but it mm. just isn't like clinging together and being stringy. And the only way I can describe it is it really does feel like you've washed your hair. However, it's quite expensive. And so yeah. I save it for when it's like, wow, I haven't washed my hair and I actually need, like I need to look good mm. and I haven't got time to wash my hair. I, I'm going to try and reserve it for that because it's exorbitantly expensive and also it's an aerosol and I don't like to buy aerosols that much mm. and I also feel like aerosols you finish so fast so yeah. for that reason I don't love to buy it all the time but because I've been having a bit of a dirty hair crisis God how's the scalp how's the scalp grit about it because that's my biggest none. pet peeve none 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 oh that's interesting it really does feel totally clean in your hair like 
It's weightless. It's really good. And as Loz told us a gazillion years ago, it is mm. really the type of thing that you could really pile in your hair before bed, let it absorb and wake up yeah. the next day. Okay. When I feel like I've got money again and I need a dry shampoo, I'll invest in it. It's absolutely excellent. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hair mat. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave? Now, I am dry on the non-beauty faves this week. I've got two snacks. I've been thinking really hard about it. And the only thing I can think of is Windex. Fuck that. I've got a good non-beauty fave. You don't want to hear why? I would say that Windex <sighs> is the superior streak-free cleaner. And all this all this time I've been complaining about how streaky my stove top gets. Windex really gets it clean and it really gets my windows clean. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. What's your non-beauty fave? Mine is the new Louis Thoreau available on ABC iView. It's called Forbidden America. My money, don't jiggle, jiggle. No, that's old. <laughs> I know. Three new episodes, maybe there's four now, brand new. The reason I like it is that I think Louis is getting a bit old and a bit sick of everyone's shit, which I'm into. Oh, is he just a bit more stern and a bit he's, pragmatically off? Yeah. He's a bit like, like in one example, um, the first episode is called Extreme and Online and it's about like really far right wing people in the US and there's this one guy who did like a Nazi salute and Louis was like, why did you do that? And he's like, it wasn't a Nazi salute though. And Louis was like, but it was. And he's like, no, it wasn't. You can't tell me that it was. And Louis's like, but it very clearly was. And he just kind of like goes him a little bit. And I'm like, yes. Yes, Louis. That's um, Yeah, so he's a bit like aggressive. And it's also, good. can I just say, if you're going to go full Nazi about things, don't be oh, so. Commit. Don't be so piss weak to be like, no, it wasn't. I was just scratching my head. Like, yeah, 100%. Oh. I felt the same about it. But that's what all of these dweebs. In this, in episode one of this thing, they're all fuckwits like that. They're just like, yeah. yeah. And uh, one of them's like this 22-year-old who they think is going to be the next Donald Trump. Um, and the shit he says, and then people are like, he's a genius. I think he's the most intelligent person. I'm like, he's literally just like word vomiting bullshit and you're believing him. Anyway, if you want to feel infuriated, really great episode to watch is the first one. Just took it to my veins! What's your snacks? Go on. So my first is condensed milk. <laughs> You're back on the condensed milk train. It's been a while. I had two bowls wow. of porridge today with condensed milk. It yeah. started after the incident, the corpse incident. <laughs> you needed some soothing. I needed, yeah, so I actually drove to the shops after and I was like, I need like a really warm, comforting, like childhood nostalgia breakfast because mm. I literally the adrenaline rush like I had goosebumps and I had a full come down afterwards like I mm. needed like nurturing so I made myself a really big bowl like a huge bowl of porridge <laughs> yeah with like a gazillion glugs of milk and like half a tin of condensed milk <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever had I was like the sugar really Yeah, I was going to say you went from like the high from the adrenaline to the lows back to the highs back of the, the condensed highs. milk. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. And my second snack is actually, it's my standard cookie recipe, mm. but I browned the butter. Mm, yum. And the reason I browned the butter is because I was like, I actually feel like white chalk macadamia. Mm. And I just felt like with white chocolate and with nuts, that nuttiness from the brown butter would just be a chef's kiss. And yeah. I was right. Yeah. And 
Yeah, white chocolate macadamia cookies. They're freaking good. They tasted really like Subway cookies. Yum. But like elevated. The only Subway cookies I ever liked were white chocolate macadamia. Yes, they're the superior Subway cookie. I agree. And Mm. so Brenton doesn't really like, he doesn't like macadamias and he doesn't really like white chocolate macadamia cookies. But he ate one. He was like, shit more, this is good. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> and then I did a double batch. I did my standard ones and the white chocolate macadamia and they went they went first. I don't know oh, if it was just go. the novelty factor, but they were really hitting the spot for everyone. I'm sad that I wasn't able to partake. I've got I, – I will make some again. I bought some so white much. chocolate in the condensed milk shop. So <laughs> In the condensed milk shop. <laughs> yeah, great. What's your snack? Mine's a random one. I've been going through like – Pantry cleansing. Oh, God, yep. (laughs) But I have actually enjoyed the Series Organics coconut wafer rolls this week. I don't know if you've ever tried them. Mm -mm. They're essentially an empty tube that used to have like chocolate and like a swirl of chocolate up. It looked like a straw. It was like a wafer biscuit straw. The things you get at Christmas. Yeah, they come in a tin with like 80 of them. Yes. Oh, they're good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So imagine that, but in like a bite-sized nugget and it's coconut flavored, I guess. Like it's, and it's made from the coconut pulp and like coconut sugar. And it's fully, it's not a health food. You buy it in the health food aisle, but it's not a health food. Yeah. And but it's gluten-free and it's like an easy snack. And because there's so much coconut, like milk and stuff in it, it's quite fatty. So it fills you up as yeah. a snack. Anyway, they're delicious and they're really Moorish and you can eat a whole box of them in oh, one no. sitting. Yeah. Will, but it me, will it give me fat poops though? I think it would. Oh, uh, they're quite dry. So maybe not. But I like, don't think, I don't think <laughs> it depends on hydration. I think it just depends on fat content. Then probably yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. (laughs) What a weird way to end. Next week is going to be moving week, auction week, highs and lows all round. Yeah, we're not. We're not even going to pretend that we're going to be in a state to talk. No. So we will put up our trial for the Laneige products because that's already pre-recorded and you can listen to it then. And then we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. Fun fact, it's our 200th episode next week. No way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know. We've been around the block. Alex, that's insane. I know. 200. 200. That's actually like a lot. Like, wow. I know. We should stop now. Yeah, ghost exit. (laughs) I'm so proud of us. 200 is a lot. Same. All right. I'm done. I'm going to go watch Survivor and sit in the shower floor. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. 
yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.